Mailbag preview show episode 293, joined by Rob, Pete, and Jack. Uh, we've gone around with no winners again, unfortunately. Uh, I don't know if you're trying to talk to us, Rob, but you're on mute if you are. Uh, but um, another play scene for me. Pete, you were pretty unlucky, brave mead. Yeah, just on the start and, and it was never likely. They didn't quite find the right part of the track there in a lot of those races at Caulfield. You really had to be up and in for the, for the most part. So, yeah, a bit disappointing. Jack, you were kin. I think that placed as well, didn't it? Oh, like, yeah. I mean, Peter's there crying me a river. Like, <laughs> I, took one at, I took one at eight bucks. I probably should have won. So let's... Thanks repeat for bringing that up. I forgot about that. Complete repeat offender, that horse. And Rob, who who were yours yeah, in the Oakley Plate? Oh, look, the three back markers um, that didn't figure at all. Um, probably should stick to my own backyard. But uh, annoying because the winner um, was my shout out Damo, um, his favourite horse in Adelaide, Cumin, this brave boy. And he, there he was, kick, you know, kicking on and knocking us off. And I didn't have a penny oh. on, but. There's a few, few yeah. hypothetical uh, fans in this in this group. Yeah, yeah, it was, it was a great great day's racing there at Caulfield. Um, narrative. And uh, yeah, like I've I've come on here last week and I've got no doubt I would have tipped into the Blue Dime winner at like twenties. I think Peter would have said the same sort of stuff. And you've opened the batting with reminding me of Kin and then hypothetical. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Like, Sorry about that. Well, I've sick run... little puppies. From four four tips this season, I run second three times and third the other. So I'm just trying to make you guys feel bad as well. <laughs> um, all right, we'll get straight into the racing. Group one racing at Randwick and Flemington. Uh, we'll kick off with Randwick. The race seven, the very elegant stakes, rest in peace. Uh, over a mile, wait for age. Rob, just before we started filming there, fangirl... I know you're a fan of another one here, but does Fangirl probably just get the job done? You'd think so. Rail True, I'm thinking that that's going to be another swoopers day, um, running line, three wide line, um, especially later in the day. Seems to be the pattern there. So, um, yeah, I, I'd, I'd be wary of anything drawn low. Um, but, you know, I'll, I'll wait till I hear from other people to, to confirm that. But that's just been the pattern there for a long time in the in the True. Um, yeah, Fangirl, you know, sets up well for her with the track pattern. Um, she seems to come back better than ever. There's nothing else in the act. There's, you know, nearly a 10 year old in Cascadian, you know, Sheik needs the cash. Um, and then we've got, you know, think about it rated 120. You know, I, I don't think he's, he's going to get to where he was. He's, he's, he's a rising eight year old, I think. Um, I think, I think the other Walla Buckaroo, which should have probably, run second well to my chagrin anyway the other week when we tipped the exactor um i think that'll run second so a fangirl space buckaroo space you know do your best the rest see just fine the waterhouse bot ones come up with second favorite thought it was probably short enough for uh over a mile did you yeah well that that you know b grade euro looking thing um goes obviously goes very well stepping up to wait for age here um i i think it's yeah certainly a progressive stayer but you know that's faint praise if you ask me there because our stays are so rubbish um 
Yeah, she's she's pretty good, but I think Buckaroo's better. It ran some big figures there over was it 2,000, 2,400 and 2,000 again, Pete, to those. Uh, look, look, these these staying figures, you yeah. know. Oh, here figures, we go. Like, like wet track figures. You here know. we go. Grain of salt, please. More than. Any other insights to data analysis and form stuff, Rob? <laughs> I think what I'm saying has, has some truth. You know it, you know it. Wet track. Oh, this no, you're actually right. Cool. I agree with you 100%. To be honest, but I just find it funny when you start to spruik like <laughs> some type of point of view on form and get given you don't do it very much or any of it. Oh, no, but yeah, I think with that horse, you just want to be looking at its number over sixteen hundred meters for this race, which is well below what Bangor hmm. produced last start. And I'm told, is it thirty eight degrees there today? It's hot. Yeah, it's well a bit cooler by the coast, but <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Out west, it, 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 it would be all of that, um, I'd, I'd be saying. Um, but, yeah, it's going to cool down a bit tomorrow. And, yeah, um, I think reasonably nice day on Saturday. So, yeah, just, just I'm sure they'll be watering the track. All right. Uh, Pete, any opinion on this race at all? Any comment? No, no. I, I think we've spoken about Fangirl a few times, but um, she gives every indication she's back in, well, she is in career best form. Yeah. So, you know, I, I wouldn't be back looking to better this race, but if she somehow failed, um, I'd be happy to follow her up going towards the grand final. All right. Yeah. She might be the best the best horse in the country. Yeah, she certainly looked that way off her last one. Mm. Um, any is there any just having a look at that figure she produced second up last prep over a mile at Ranwick. Um it was a barrier trial race from memory, wasn't it? Couldn't win the shape is, uh, is what Jack's yeah. got. Yeah. yeah I, I remember it. I backed it at, you know, full, full cannons loaded. Um, bad bet, obviously, but yeah, very talented. That's why she's always a risk, you know, with her, with her pattern, you know, to, to take short odds about a horse that's, you know, not at a peak, not at a grand final. Um, yeah, so... But in saying that, she should be too good here in a small field. All right, cool. Uh, we'll move on to the other group one, the surround stakes, 1,400 metres for three-year-old fillies. Uh, the Coolmore horse learning to fly looked to come back in uh, pretty good order. Uh, I think it was second. Yeah, uh, was it? Yes, second and first up. Uh, Tis Invincible was sort of wide throughout from memory. Is there any... What were you? Oh, that was. I don't want to bring back the bad news. <laughs> wasn't it? Uh, yeah, yeah. Kamachi got up. Kamachi got up there, and um, I think Kamachi's every chance to run very well again. Can somebody tell me why Learning to Fly is favourite? Like she, she won an English race. Um, she's, she's just a little thing. Um, You've been on this for a while, though, haven't you? With Learning yeah. to Fly. I, I've been saying that she's she's not that good. But I remember. I backed Fasil against her. She beat Fasil by like like a, a nose, uh, you know, half a head. And Fasil seems to be a length or two or, or three off off the top ones here. Why is she favourite? Someone please enlighten me. What the figures? Six dollar fifty SP versus Shinzo is a pretty strong reference for anything, and that's got the okay Hashtag, the SP good. profile. Not that good. I think that. It's probably D-Day for her, read the market. 
she couldn't have done much. She was the fifth best last 200 of the day, the third best last 400 of the day. First up returning. Um, I don't think you'd want a layer. She looked like she had every possible to me that day. You know, she, at the 200 when she went past me, I thought she was going to win. Um, you would you would have taken a dollar twenty. Um, and then come on, she's sort of, you know, somehow pulled it out and beaten her. Um, anyway, look, I'm I'm pouring cold, cold water on her. She can win, but I'm just saying she should be equal favorite, not outright favorite. Uh, to me, there should be three fa equal favorites. Um, and I'm dropping off Tis Invincible, who last last time these horses met i said should be favorite um i don't know what to make of her run the other day um three wide was not a disaster we saw cabalas bolt in being three wide all the way um so yeah i i don't know what to make with tism the other one i think it should be equal favorite is macarena um she's my pick in the race she's a beast uh i think she'll step up to 1400 really suits her uh the wide gate um I can't see a huge amount of speed in this race. You know, you've got the 2000 meter horse, tropical squall, tropical, whatever it is, the Guri horse that's going to lead. That's a 2000 meter horse. So she's got Tim Clark. She can get a, I think she'll go. If you ping to the gate, she'll find a nice spot. Um, if she finds cover, I think she wins Macarena. Um, I think she's, she's the best of them. And the, the, the $9 price is, 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 is delicious. Well, this is your wheelhouse, Scurry. Three-year-old fillies, group one. We've got, what, three, uh, four first-up horses. We've got another majority of the field second up. Yeah. So I've, I've, I haven't won this race since I think Nikita Jane got up one year for me. It's been a while back. You know, she should have beaten the Autumn Slug uh, in the yeah. Guineas. Um, anyway, and then I think we, we had a decent crack at uh, Elise in this race when um, Shale was there. <laughs> yeah. Was. yeah, Elise. Yeah, well, Lise turned out to be a proper, proper man. Remember um, when she loomed up to win the inaugural uh, All Star Mile? Or she was just going to kill him? Yeah, uh, I, you know, I think Dewey she Bowman was. Road, a, I think. Yeah, she did. Sprint Mile, I think. Myst Mystic Journey might have won that day. Yeah. Um, but yeah, she, she's she, yeah, Sprint Mile. Mare's great. I, one of my favourite moments on track was her winning the and the champions when she beat Prompt Response. Um, the last day when when they took her out early onto the track, she was a Edgy parader, um, beautiful. Um, but yeah, look, I, I think this, this is this is uh, yeah. I think this is a good bet, and it, it will be my tip um, for the best of the day. And if we can lock in nine dollars, I'm happy with that. Wow. Okay. Well, what, what's wrong with the form? Why won't Cabalas win in Melbourne? Um, you whoa, know, whoa, 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 whoa. Calm down. <laughs> the, the, the Portelli horse that she might, my, my, what's it called that ran second last week, ran very, very well, um, was in that Cabalas race. She split them, you know, that was in the Hobart bill. Somebody helped me out with the name of that thing, which we were on last week. Um, can't hear you there, Pete. Well, can anyone hear Pete or is it just me? No, I can't hear Pete. I can't hear Pete. What was the name? What was the name of the um the horse we were on last week in in the Portelli colours, in the Hobart Bill? All right. Yeah. And it starts Sorry, with it, it's end cap. So I, I end, don't know. No. The microphone's died on me. So anyway, we'll plan. Yeah. Well, 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 I'm thinking that end cap form. I think that that Kabbalah's form is 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 better form than the two than the three rod Philly's form. That's my read. Anyway. Oh yeah. 
I don't mind the look of Tropical Squala. Prized icon, it, yeah, as you said, it'll get a pretty soft lead. It was um, in and around these last time, wasn't it? 14 yeah. fresh should be all right. Yeah, it's for a sure. interesting race, eh? Hey? But I don't think how, how Tropical Squall is no faster than Macarena. Macarena's stepping up from 1200. She's first up, mm. you know? Yeah, but they are completely airborne. Completely. 16k weanling, Tropical Squall was. Not many prized icons. Oh, man. They go good. Saw Glenn the other, at the races yesterday, actually. He rode prized icon to win the derby, if we all recall. Mm. Yeah, the Guri colours. I was on James track. trained. James trained that, didn't he? Yeah, he did. He did. Uh, nostalgia. <laughs> all right, should we move to Flemington? Or, yeah. or, or anyone want to talk to me about these, these horses and why Macarena's not a good bet at $9? No, absolutely not. Mm, Waiting for I, your yard report. Yeah, I, I, you're making sense today. I'm a bit worried about it. <laughs> All right, we'll move on to Flemington then. Uh, first race, we'll have a look at race eight, the Group 1 Australian Guineas. Ref Rockets come up the short favourite off the back of its uh, very impressive first up win. Chris Waller. Jack, is it a fair price there at about two fifty? Uh, absolutely not, and uh, <laughs> I think you should should be looking to get right right around him. Um, King Colorado started almost half the price it did. So did Tago last start. Um, Verdad started the same price. Hey, Fat Cat was near it. Um, even Run Harry Run started ten dollars. So Riff Rocket started seven dollars last start. It touched tens and elevens, I reckon. In betting, it was back late, but um, yeah, I, I expect a significant overreaction to that absolutely dominant win last start. Very, very beautiful work. Shout out to Deb, what a winner! What a winner's win! And um, this horse won again. Barrier nine, um, I think it's okay for Craig. Craig's riding well. Um, I, I think this map's really, really messy. Um, like if you own King Colorado, what are we doing? We're taking our medicine again and, and leaving it in the lap of the gods or are we going to roll a dice one day? don't know. They're, they're drawing 12. They've got to think. The Pendragon, I think, would go forward from 14, but I don't have a good read on that horse, so I'm not overly confident. Sunset's first up, same sort of story. Should go forward, but might not first up. Quintessa's, I think, probably lands in front of Riff Rocket in run from what I've um, seen. But I, I just think there's a bunch of them inside that just have a big advantage map-wise, regardless of how the track races. I doubt the rail will be off. It's um, There's a bit of rain yesterday. Um, it's the best track in Australia. It is by country mile. And V8, Otago, Verdad, Hayfat, Cat, Snow Patrol, even Cap Ferret and Southport Tycoon are all drawn inside, all have a reasonable amount of speed. To, to utilize the good gates, which just makes it a tricky setup for these Quintessas, the Sunsets, the King Colorados, the Rift Rockets, and the, the rest of them. Um, yeah, I think you, you want to wait to bet in this race until you've seen how the track races. If there is a, a bit of a pattern, you could hone in on it. Um, but, geez, it's a busy map, Peter. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly the word I was going to use. It's a busy race. There's heaps going on, isn't there? Mm. I guess, you, as you said, like Rift Rocket right favourite, but it's 
I know he's returned with on your punting form data. It's his clear best figure first up. Like he's returned in very good order, not too far off his PB. But it still doesn't quite feel right just jumping into a round 250, 260 in a race where there's heaps of X factor, there's heaps of horses here that can improve out of sight. So, yeah. I didn't really have a firm opinion, basically. Yeah. The only thing I would say is I'd be keen to back King Colorado to beat Riff Rocket if if they were running on. And it was a disadvantage to be rails in run, but that's very unlikely. But I, I just think King Colorado's got to tag Riff Rocket and be a little bit closer. And I don't think it's a more likely winner of the race at all. I just think at the prices versus what they started last start. Um, you know, like what are we dealing with here? So. Riff Rocket was the eighth best last four hundred of the meeting. King Colorado was the twelfth. It's not a significant margin there. Um what'd you make a zip away? It can't win now with that map, I thought. Uh I I mean he's got versatility. Like he doesn't have to just go back. He he can actually roll forward, especially if the track's looking like it's playing on pace. In fact, if it is, I would imagine Steve is going to be one of the jocks that's more awake to that than some of the locals even. Um, yeah, because he sat third in the the drum and golf. I don't know what it's called. Northerly. Northerly. On the punning form, it says drum and golf. <laughs> Wouldn't mind going there. Um, behind Don to shoot, and he was drawn yeah. 14, and he settled third. So, yeah. I, again, no, I, I think there'll be, there'll be one or two of them, which he might be the one or the two that – do roll the dice here, but they could end yeah. up being planted properly. I thought at the price he's bursting for a mile based on what he did there just off the freshen. Like his best work was actually after the line. You can see that in the replays and, you know, there was a very slow tempo. He was never winning from where he was in runs. So I, I think if you, you like zip away, um, which, you know, I've got time for him. Obviously the, the sire ran third I think in this race from memory playing God um, I, I thought at odds you could do worse in the field than having a, a ping each way at him Zaki in that race as well that, the drum and golf yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> I mean, drum and golf group one in I know he's not at his best Zaki anymore but it looks pretty good back oh, to I think this on. will this potentially at the, like the 800 will look like a sort of Zaki group one you know, like the Maccabi Divas and that, where they are four, like they're in a line of four and there's like four lines of four. Yeah. I think that's the race shape we'll see here. Um, Does that uh, V8 form not read extremely well? What's he about? Eight bucks. It's not far at all. Right side, bright side's done it again. Who else was in behind Pericles? That runs second of bright side, unless I'm getting mixed up. Yep. That was yep. behind it by a fair way. Comes back to three-year-olds, races well at Flemington. Strikes me as a horse that might struggle to get a solid run mile, PA. Yeah, he's had that one start previously, and he was second to Griff. That was where Griff was running about, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, there was the the protest there on that occasion, wasn't there? Um, No, there wasn't. There wasn't. wasn't. That should have been a protest. 
could have been a protest or am I getting that race wrong? Yeah, anyway, I think that is that one. Um, on that occasion, and I thought this last start as well, he seemed like he was in the perfect spot and run, sort of went to win and just popped in the last 200. Mm. Um, I, don't, I don't know. For, for me, he looks like a horse that would be really well suited dropping back to 1,200. Oh, I, I kind of lean more, lean more to you, John. I think $10 would make me think about a lot of things here. Um, I thought Verdad's a big fat price. Like if the market says no to it and you're sort of looking at 31s, 41s, Betfair late, I'm going to be all over it. I love Verdad as a horse. Um, he is possibly not a miler V8, but I mean, he can... You can sometimes get away with it against your own age, right at three. The other thing too, though, he, if he's going to get away with it, it'll be this race shape, like this map. He's going to get a PR sort of run here. Hmm. The um, the Kiwis pin dragon drawn out 14. I'd say it will roll forward. I would have thought it's always, I mean, its best runs have been when it's gone forward. It ran second, last start tour, Kistrel, who will be coming over your way at some point, Rob. Um What's his name? Roger James thinks orchestrals uh, better than Silent Achiever or as good as Silent Achiever. So pretty big raps on that that filly. So, um, wow. Calm down, Robbie. She's, she's $1.40 in our derby this weekend. So, um, yeah, very strong form. And Quintessa, they've sort of they've battled a couple of times and been relatively close. So there wouldn't be much between them. Um, but, yeah, both, both come out of the... As, as good a New Zealand form as you'll get. All right. Should we move on from the guineas? Yeah. yeah. Didn't really offer a lot there. Apologies, but that's just <laughs> what race it is. All right. Uh, we'll move on to a race nine, the Blamey Stakes Group 2 mile. Uh, do we have any initial thoughts here, Jack? Uh, I think a slightly softer or easier map. Uh, I think Suzuro will go forward from a wide draw. Aral, um, lobs somewhere near the lead from five. Holy Manson Ayrton get lovely runs. Berkeley Square probably get the softest runs ever seen. Um, future history has obviously got a profile going forward, but first up off a cup, I think it probably worse than midfield. Muramasa, riddle me that, maybe roll the dice a little bit. It'll have a lot to do with how the previous race has gone over the same trip. Um, Carini probably in that basket. Um, I, I don't think it goes forward, but I wouldn't be surprised if it did. Um, a tissue's in here, but I think it's also in the race we just looked at in Sydney. Um, yeah. I kind of hope it goes to Sydney, so I don't want to be with it here, but I'm scared shitless of that also, particularly mm -hmm. at Flemington. Um, and there's a horse here, Panfield that um, interests me a little bit. And then there's obviously Macram who won last start at like 300 to one. So <laughs> you do you. Is that, Panda? Yeah. Is that Chinese bread? Yeah. Uh, it was, well, it's been racing in Hong Kong, probably yeah. a 2000 meter sort of range is probably it's pets, pest, pest, pet distance. <laughs> um, but like Walla first start, there's no official trial here. Um, has won over the mile before in Chartin, settling midfield. That was a slow tempo. Um, 
I'd be looking for a yard push or any sort of jump out push from from our from our guys. But yeah, probably gets every opportunity sitting midfield. I, I think Pan's Panfield's best figures go. I'm struggling. Um, I thought it's best figures go, or they're competitive anyway in what looks a pretty open field. Otherwise, like uh, there's a few of these, you know that just have a few knocks on them, especially if a tissue comes out and all of a sudden the market opens up a bit more and yet left with what Etna's favourite. Mm. Uh, I look at Etna, I think, oh, I kind of want to be taking you on, especially from, from gate one. Uh, yeah, that's the way I'm looking at this. This is a race I want to bet into. And at this stage, I'm leaning towards Panfield each way, especially if I can get a, a yard read on him and he looks ready to go first up. Yeah. Mm. I did think Ayrton was a strange favourite as well. They look like they've kind of got him back near somewhat of his best. Is he just a fresh horse? You know, fresh and likes Caulfield and all that sort of stuff. Like he's had three goes at Flemington, one placing. Uh, he would have been beaten favourite, I'm guessing, you know, the other two times. And yeah, he's just, he's a horse that you really have to trust a fair bit. And look, he, he turned up in great nick in, in Ascot and there was sort of like whispers around that he hadn't been training or working that well in the lead up to the to the gold rush. And yeah, he, he failed on that occasion. He was three wide, no cover, but he still stopped in the straight. So yeah, I don't know. Ayrton just looks like a real chinky favourite here. You're getting a bit of a different price, Macram, this week. Yeah. <laughs> surely not. I mean, surely a horse I like wouldn't mind backing if it pissed with rain. It's not gonna though. Is Captain Envious? I think that's solid, solid form it brings, and it's like got this chinky eighty-two days between runs. Couldn't find a trial, but it's Prushka. Yeah, it's not quite enough time off that you'd be concerned. It's like enough time off that if they've sort of kept it up and it could have some mm. pretty good residual fitness. Hmm. Yeah, man, Lindsay might be with uh, Barclay Square again. I hope you're cheering for it. Yeah. And then whinging if it wins and whinging if it loses. That's what these horses do to us over time. uh, I think it's a Billy Holiday or Ellis Fitzgerald song, The Nightingale Sang in Barclay Square. There you go. Um, Future history, like that's reasonably in the market, I thought was probably short enough. It was, I mean, it wasn't winning a benchmark 78 over a mile first up last prep. Um, be struggling to win here over a mile, wouldn't it? Uh, yeah, but I, I kind of feel like I think the same way Peter feels from what he's saying, like, not a lot would surprise me here. Mm-hmm. I guess the, the one we haven't mentioned is Greeny. Uh, I guess it, that it's was... ready to win, Peter. It's just, yeah. it's, it's like eight fifty. They've sort of yeah. taken the ga- the fun out of it. <laughs> a winner's a winner, right? Uh, like it did win second up last prep. This track, but uh, it only beat that bloody to bark. Yeah, God bark. bless it when it did that. I remember that. Yeah. Um, oh, I can see the market coming for it. I'll put it that way. All right, perfect. So yeah. a couple of, couple of tricky races there at Flemington. Borderline, you know, field leg for quaddy players, that one. Um, mm. Future history, stayer with ability. Mm. Stayer resuming. Yeah, 1,600. You know, a tissue is clearly the class source of this race. And if it, if it runs um, 
I'd say, you know, should be favourite. Pending how the track's racing. Yep, true that. All right, cool. Should we get into some best bets? <sighs> yeah. Probably won't be from the races we've discussed unless no. <laughs> you're backing Macarena. Yeah. Was that what he you is, were He is backing it. I, I, I read this man like a book. <laughs> The pages aren't in alignment. They're not, it doesn't go one, two, three, four. It goes sort of four, seven, two, and then six. But he's going to have that as his best bet this week. Rob? Sorry. Uh, my best bet is race eight, number eight, for the Chinese punters, Macarena. Um, <laughs> nine dollars or straight out? Straight out. Um, okay. Timmy Clark, roll forward. If it, just, if, if it finds a spot, any cover close enough, it's it should be too good. Looks like it's a beast of the Philly. Pete? Uh race seven at Flemington, number eight, Estriella. Oh. I thought this this was like a pretty sharp win first up. Um, fast tempo, right part of the track, all those things considered. I thought the horse looked like, you know, she had a fair bit to come, but three year old look uh <laughs> I think in terms of the map, it should be pretty good for Blake Shin. He doesn't have to sort of get into a position where he's fighting for uh, for a bit of space early. I only had the one run previously down the straight. And I note um, on that occasion, there was money for her. But it was one of those days where there was a pretty strong headwind and she was exposed quite early. So just putting a line through that, tipped out for a spell afterwards. That's why I'm leaning in that race. I think the price is pretty good as well. I, I suspect it's going to be firmer late on the day. That is up against Cabalus, uh, Rob. So that's a. There's a lot of nice horses in that race. Yeah, it, it's you a good had a race. Pretty high opinion of Australia, Australia, however you pronounce it. Early, didn't you, Rob? I remember. Um, yeah, I remember Cabalus and Australia, whatever yeah. it is, went toe to toe to the line at Randwick one mm. day. It's an early two-year-old race, and I thought Cabalus was, was going to be a, a star in that spring before he, he went off. Maybe one of the few wrong moves Debbie's, Debbie's made selling that horse. I'm not sure what it went for on English Digital, but it's when the other day, Pete, three wide, exploded away from him. That's proper Sydney form. Here it comes to a bloody sales race. Jack, barrier 15, positive or negative? Down straight. I think it's uh, it doesn't matter. It's fine. Usually, usually, well, not usually, but often the the outside fence is 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 a is a help, a bit like Pinjara, Pete. It's it's not really a disadvantage. It's just going to be whereabouts Josh Park can get the horse in, in run. Like, obviously, I, I would expect him to try and be positive and just ghost across and get a bit of cover. There, there's a few horses here that won't mind going forward and trying to dictate, but. Often you think that in the straight races and end up going benchmark for the first 500 metres and sit there. So Sounds uh, like Rob might be having yeah. the same form all up, Pistol. Yeah. A bit of Macarena into the old Kabulus. Well, it's a good test, isn't it? You know, Sydney form versus uh, Victorian form and you've got claims either way. And you've also got the uh, Mumbai Muse who I think yeah. something happened to it last start. Um, it pissed in down the straight here in, in the carnival, Cup Carnival, um, down the outside with Tommy Berry's. You know, yeah, she's I kept that, that one, Debbie. So look mm-hmm. out. Um, Sol Kabbalah, she's kept Mumbai Muse. Um, if that goes to anywhere near its best, it, it it's surely in the race. But whether it, you know, I don't, who knows what happened to it last start, where it's at. 
All right, uh, Pete. So you were uh, you were Australia, Australia. Yeah. In the same yeah. Way as yeah. I'll, I'll lock in the uh, what four dollars or so four, available. Four dollars. I'm giving you. Yeah. Yeah. I'll take that. Jack. You got something for us? Yeah. I don't really. I was going to go peace treaty in race five, but it's D-Lane off inside draw Luke Curry. I need time to think on that and uh, digest that. Inf- Do you want me to go to mine? No, 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 no. Flemington race grab- seven. 25 of the win, 75 of the place at SP. Number 18, Raleigh. Okay. Raleigh. Amy. All right. Uh, any reason you want to tell our viewers or you? Just like those silks. Okay. <laughs> Beautiful. <laughs> nah. <laughs> nah, I like the wind. I think it's going to get a peach of a run. Suits Jamie Carr. Um, right sort of price to have a guess. At a big price, you know. Um, who knows? All right. Cool. I'll go to Ellerslie race seven. Number twelve. It's the it's a group three. Um and this number twelve has just had the one start for one win. Um it was very green, uh, but thought it did it uh, sort of look like it be a good horse in the future and I think um gets its chance to to pick up a bit of black type pretty early in its career. Um, it's I'm Invincible out of Shillelagh, uh, who won, I think, a couple of group ones in Melbourne. Yeah, did. In the same Walla state. have that? Say that again? Is that a Walla horse? Shillelagh, I think was, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Same silks as this horse, green with the yellow sleeves. J-Mac up the rail, I think, in like an Empire Rose or a... Yep. Something like that. Um, but anyway, yep, won very well on debut. Think it can make the step up to group company um, nine bucks. So no doubt it'll run second. Um, but yeah, perfect. Is that everything? Anyone got anything else to add? Where's uh, I just, I'll articulate. I, I love the barrier draw. I love the map for Frawley. Jamie Carr suits. Have a nice little tick over in between runs. Um, I don't think necessarily the right horse always wins this race because it's so fucking busy and there's so much chaos. And, you know, this horse will just, if it's good enough, it'll run well. And I think it might be. It's still a colt. Um, it beat a horse at Geelong out Coover. Coover's run around in like pretty good, you know, it's like sort of 1,600 metre plus races in Victoria recently on Saturday. So I think the form's. Favourite to be okay, not significantly favourite though, and at the price, I'm happy. All right, perfect. Mailbag Bloodstock, what's happening? Yeah, we had uh, <laughs> our boy Keats, our first uh, dead heat for Mailbag Bloodstock yesterday. Keats, he shared the prize down there, Launceston. Um, so he ticked over 500000 uh, in prize money yesterday since we purchased him. $25,000 purchase. Uh, why the fuck have you bought that thing? Very, very nice return. Twenty five thousand we got him for, guys. Yeah, um, uh, he'll be the number one ticket holder of Mailbag Bloodstock. We love him, and I, I can't see him getting 
unseeded in the near future. I hope one day he does, but yeah. um, not at this stage. Tuesday did a full day of inspections out at uh, Melbourne with Butch Bourne. And he's done Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. He's doing today. And I'm going back out tomorrow to look at a short list. Um, so who knows? Guys, might be able to... Uh, might be able to swing by the greeny, leafy South Yarra area in the new wheels and pick up Sneaky Pete, take him out there. I don't know. We yeah. live in hope. Um, not a lot of hope, but we live in some hope. Uh, I'm happy to drop you on the way home at the Valley Legends Bar or at Ross's Joint, you know, really sort of wind back the clock there. <laughs> I'll obviously have to get home for school pickup, but um, yeah, back out there tomorrow. Uh, that sale starts Sunday, then Monday, Tuesday. Um, every intention to to put a hand up, and if we're lucky enough, we'll uh, pick up a couple. And then the next sale for us will be um, Adelaide, I believe. We we tried at a couple, but I thought they brought way too much yesterday on the English Digital. Um, still doing the work there, but um, yeah, at the moment. I think the yes, yes, yes cult, John, is essentially just about sold out. There might be one share left with Gay and Adrian yep. uh, at the breakers right now. Uh, really nice horse. Really keen to see how he goes. Um, happy as hell that we've given it to Adrian and Gay. Uh, the Churchill's about just over half done now, so we've started to push it. It's been at the breakers for um, probably over half its time that it'll be there. Uh, every report so far has been really, really positive. Um, Butch himself stuck in that horse for 20% to uh, how much he rates that horse. So um, uh, so it's probably less than half to go, actually. Um, but, yeah, not a lot left in it either. And the two tried horses, I think they're done, basically. There might be one share left in order of, to charge with Mitch Beer, the cheapest horse we'll ever buy, probably, um, if you want to get involved. But just because they're cheap doesn't mean they can't win money. I mean... Base the jury, I paid six grand or eight grand for her. We just ticked over 110,000 with her last weekend, uh, last week. So, and is there much left in cruise missile, John? The uh, Zavabil, the, the gorgeous horse, Robble, just yeah, big fan. I'm tipping. Uh, it's it's just finished its spell. Um, pre training on Monday, they both did cruise missile in order to charge. Yeah, so they are both going to pre train down here at Avika Park with Caroline Price, who's done a phenomenal job with a stack of our horses. She she does everything with Lazy Susan until uh, Gav Gallops and, and, and finds races and things like that. Uh, she's done a great job with Just Foe, Keats, a number of them. Um, so, yeah, they're both starting pre-training now. The reports are really, really positive. Um, you'd expect that, though, Rob, with that Zavabil. I mean, cracking type. Cracking type. Looks like a star to me. Every, every, every just, just walks really, really well. I, I remember I sucked into it with Annabelle uh, one day and um, didn't do any good. But um, looks like it looks like a Wednesday, Saturday horse to me every every day of the week. Beautifully rated. We can sort of pick our way through it. Yeah, it won a listed race back in New Zealand. Uh, oh, shades of Keats about it, who won a listed race in Ireland. Exactly. Bought mm. too cheap. <laughs> mm. And back to benchmark sixty four, maybe a benchmark sixty four at sale, just to uh, almost stop sale. Well, I know blank. Gav a little bit. Yeah, he likes to work. He loves. He'd be the only bloke who loves sale more than us. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm. I'm feeling a Sunday sale sixty four, probably a mile kickoff point for cruise missile. Yep. All right. Perfect. Thanks for joining us. Jono, J O N O at the mailbag at dot com dot au.
J-O-N-O at themailbag.com.au if you want to find out anything about the horses available or the processes we're going through at these yearling sales. Um, John, I'll be uh, the quickest man in Australia or New Zealand to get back to you. <laughs> but don't forget, the, the, the grouse are still the grouse are back. They race in Melbourne, Sydney, and they're always racing uh, in Perth. If you want accountable, accountable betting advice, themailbag.com.au. They whisper to Scurry, has he got music on those headphones or has he not? We don't know. Um, what's in that pen? We don't know. But whatever it is, it works. They're going to whisper to him on Saturday. He'll pass on sort of what they're saying in regard to betting to you via the app, themailbag.com.au, and uh, you've got to finish your night off in Perth. I love it. It's my favorite thing to do. What are we dealing with this weekend, Peter? Just the usual nine um, or is it 15 races? What have we got? No, we've got nine. Uh, the three-year-old en route to Derby lead-up races are on. So, yeah. Nice. That's what we're dealing with. There'll be enough bets there. It's a decent card. There you go, punters. That's it. That's us. Guys, I hope you have a phenomenal weekend. I hope uh, if you have a bet, you win. Gamble responsibly. Uh, chances are you're about to lose for free and confidential advice. Con call the number or visit the website. Chances are if you buy our betting advice long-term, you will win. Have a phenomenal weekend and bye for now.